0: i'm toxic and now what do i do all i'm actually i'm pumped about this episode because it was a voicemail that was left that led to this of like hey you know what i gotta realize i'm i'm actually the one causing a lot of issues with these toxic uh these toxic traits i have now what do i do we break it down with leah today on the show hi my name's kramer and i am proud to admit that i am a mama's boy
1: not just any mama's boy you're a certified mama's boy and this is the certified mama's boy podcast
0: welcome to certified mama's boy podcast i'm steve kramer this is a feel-good podcast that we do with my mom every single day uh we got three principles we live we laugh we love my mom we live our lives out loud we laugh a lot and we love my mom my co-host nancy yancy hi mom hi honey I'm sure you have plenty of questions about my date this weekend. Um, I will bring that up on tomorrow's show. I have to make it sync up with the radio show too. So Mm. um, I will give you all of the details about my date with a woman that was 21 years older than me Mm. uh, tomorrow. We'll Mm. do it tomorrow on the podcast. Okay.
1: I don't know if it's okay or not. (laughs) I guess I'll (laughs) let you know then. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like it or not, that's going to be the, 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 the that's going to be the plan. Okay.
1: Okay. Got
0: um, it. With that said, um, let's, I need to get into today's situation, which is Steven Yancey one scammers zero. <laughs> um,
1: oh, I told you that
0: I was, I was getting scammed. And I, uh, I, I knew it in my heart, right? And you guys even told me that I was possibly running into a, a scamming situation. Uh, and that scam was that I was um, I was going to... Uh, I bought some sheets off of a website that was called TrueGether. I think it was TrueGether, not Together, but TrueGether. It's kind of like a, an eBay alternative. They, they praise themselves as an eBay alternative. Uh, but the second that I bought it uh, through PayPal, I... Uh, I noticed that the name that was on the um, the the purchase or whatever, uh, the seller, sorry, was the the email address was it was like it was like Jane Smith or something. It was very American, very <laughs> you know Caucasian, I would say. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, came back in all some type of Asian writing. I think it was Chinese, right? And I was like, "Oh, that's suspicious." But let's just see what's going on here email the person and say, hey, listen, uh, what's up? Just want to make sure you get my order. It seems kind of weird and blah, blah, blah. They're like, oh, don't worry. Just give us a, a little bit of time to ship your order. And I said, okay. Week went by. I'm like, hey, what's up with this order? No response. I'm like, okay, that's little sus, as the kids might say. A little suspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I write back, no response. I wrote them two or three letters, being like, what's up with this order? No response, no response, no response. Uh, so eventually, after about two weeks, I filed a claim with eBay saying, I'm sorry, with PayPal saying, listen, I never got my stuff. I just, it, it never showed up. I don't know what to do. And somebody had warned me. and I forget who it was that warned me that they had almost fallen into a similar scam. And mom, you, you may have, I think, had a similar scam too to where... They provide a tracking number, uh-huh. even though it's not the actual tracking number.
1: I have had that happen; like it didn't yes. actually
0: show up to your to your place, yes. right? Yes. And you said that you lost your battle, right, with PayPal? I
1: did.
0: What happened with you?
1: I can't remember now. I mean, it's been several years ago, but right. the the situation with me was a little different than you. Okay. I got merchandise, oh, okay, that, that I wanted to return mm. and I returned it to the seller mm-hmm. and then when I complained about it about you know sending them the tracking number, blah blah blah, they said that I didn't have the correct address, and therefore they couldn't take responsibility for it because I had actually returned it to China
0: okay and so
1: then I complained to PayPal about that, yeah and mm -mm, they wouldn't honor it
0: that's weird so today so like like again so i i'd I'd filed the complaint honestly i had i I told you i'd bought two sets of sheets one off paypal and i'm sorry one off ebay sorry one off ebay and one off this other somewhat sus version (laughs) of the the same you know true true gather yes and because the ones that i got off true gather were cheaper and they were a better version of the sheet so i was like I'm just going to wait. And then they both have return policies on them. So I'll just see which one actually comes in and then I'll, you know, I'll do it that way. Well, when the, I think it was probably like Wednesday or Thursday. I finally let my guard down, and I was like, "Well, I haven't heard back." You know, I filed this complaint with PayPal a few weeks ago. It's going to come up in a couple of days. Like, I think they had till like maybe this weekend to respond uh-huh. uh, to the complaint. So I was like, "Obviously, I'm going to get my money back anyway. Who cares? I'll just open up these eBay sheets and whatever." So, so Wednesday, Thursday, I did or whatever. Lovely sheets, by the way. Um, Great. And- <laughs> so uh, this morning, though, I woke up to an email that said. Um, You know, all Asian writing has has uh, provided tracking information for your order. And I click on it's Mm. like this order has been delivered to Baltimore, Maryland. And I was like, oh, hell no. This is the exact same stunt that whoever it was. And I forget who it was of you told me they were pulling, which they basically Uh had provided fake or a track that looks like it was delivered to my house, even though it wasn't. And I'm like, well, how in the world? Mm-mm. would you ever dispute that? Yeah. You know, like, I mean, this is, this is like the proof in the pudding, you know, like how yes. can I argue that I, I don't have it. If like they have, they have some type of documentation that says that I did get it all. Oh, so then I get all, I get that, that the Jimmy Mac in me starts to <laughs> like, starts to like boil up on the inside. You know what I mean? Like, Uh
1: here we go. Here we freaking go. I know exactly what you mean. Oh, yeah. You've seen it.
0: Like, because what I don't like is getting screwed. Like, when I get Uh -uh. screwed, like, nothing makes me more uncomfortable
1: Uh -uh. than
0: than getting, like, screwed over. So, I'm like, Mm. oh, hell no. Okay. Well, Mm -mm. here we go then, everybody. Uh, So, I call this morning. Like, 6 a.m. I call. And I'm like, and it's like, we don't open until – uh like nine east I mean sorry west coast time so I'm like all right I'm just gonna wait <laughs> uh call over there. Well I, I forgot to mention one part too is that this true gather this truegether site uh sent me an email saying hey by the way we have um we suspended this account that sold you your item you might want to hit up your credit card processing company or payment company let, let them know that you need a refund but I'm like Okay, so huh. like, yes, it's a scammer. It's like an obvious scammer here. But right. there's really no way for me to prove that I didn't get this because I just didn't, you know, they're like, how, how do I prove that? Right. They have documentation that said that I got it now. Like, now what yes. do I do? So I call PayPal this afternoon and I'm like, hey, um, I don't know that I'm doing a good job articulating this, but there's no way this cannot be a scam because here's this, 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 and this. And she was like, huh? Yeah, looks like you're right and then she refunded my money. <gasps> You're so, kidding. <laughs> super easy. I will I got to wow. give PayPal a lot of credit because obviously I was getting scammed and they did a great job in refunding my money. So, I know my mom oh. doesn't speak great praises of PayPal, but no. I got to give them credit because she they they really they handled it. She was very nice about it. She said, Yep. Uh, this person actually, I think what happened was a few people had filed complaints. Uh huh. And so they were like, Yeah, this person's got a bad record now. So she's like, Give me a few minutes. And within like five minutes, the money was back in my account. Wow. So I got to give them credit. It was Yay. handled very well. So that once was again, very good. Not scammed. And <laughs> I feel really good about that. I feel yeah, really, you uh, should. really positive about that uh, that exchange. So
1: super.
0: There's a, an article out today I want to talk to you about. I saw this on Friday. I thought I'd bring it to the podcast because I don't know how most of y'all do laundry. But I I just take all my clothes and throw them in the washing machine. <laughs> I, just, I just throw them in there. And you I do, don't... I just I put it on like cottons or whatever and I just <laughs> let it run and like it is what it is. And I don't think in the history of doing clothes, anything has ever happened to my clothes. I don't have a horror story of something white turning pink. I don't have any story about like colors fading onto one another. Maybe once it happened with a pair of jeans, I think I had a pair of dark jeans I'd never washed before. And I think Uh that they have faded like, or they didn't fade, but they like some of the ink got onto like another shirt, but I think I just washed it again. It was fine. I think I just bleached it or something. I don't remember, but like it was fine. That's the only, only horror story I have from washing my clothes all together. Well, there's okay. an online debate that's kind of been raging over the proper way to do laundry because somebody had tweeted out uh, that people under 40 no <laughs> longer separate their whites and their colors. And there's a poll that really? said 58% of all US adults separate their whites from their colors while doing laundry. Okay. So that's me. 58%. Almost 60, you mm-hmm. know, th- three and three and five. Uh-huh. Um, that's true for 48% of people under 40 years old, by the way, who do, oh. uh, who say that they actually separate their whites. Although 41% do not. They said they don't do it. 76% of those over 40 say that they separate their whites in their colors and only 27% that's say right. that they, they don't. So that's kind of like the big thing over here. It's like over under 40, you do your laundry in, <laughs> in different ways. Do you mom? You'll actually take the time to do it. Oh,
1: yeah, of You'll course. You'll separate like
0: your whites, your darks, your your towels and yes. do it like that. Yes. I'm just yes. so curious if everyone else listening also does that and how old you are. Because according to the survey, if you're under 40, you won't do it. Or like a majority won't do it. Uh-huh. Or I guess it's not even really a majority. It was no. – well, 48% 40%. of people under 40 say that they right. that they actually separate. It's about 50-50 and 41% do not. Yeah. Uh, why my, why do you? My clothes are fine. My clothes are completely fine. Nothing's ever happened to them. There's no horror stories here. Nothing's ever been washed weird or whatever. Like everything's well, it, fine. And like it's such a huge hassle. It's such a huge hassle to go through and be like, oh, this one's cut. and then I got like, you know, I've got like three things of whites and like 400 items of colors. <laughs> And like, some like one tiny you just, little load of like whites for no reason. I just <laughs> I just throw them in there.
1: Yeah, I know you do. No, because I wash whites on warm in warm water. I never use hot water um, unless I'm doing a bath mat or something. Um, and then I wash all the other the darks in
0: cold water so they don't fade. But I don't think that is that really even true. Cuz my, my clothes are I fine. My clothes are fine. I don't know. Like um, the only your thing dark that maybe colors don't fade? I mean, I don't think so. Honestly, I thought about this the other day. I have not bought new clothes since the fall of 2019. So in about 2 years I haven't bought okay. new clothes. Uh-huh. And I'm still wearing the same clothes that I wore then, okay? Uh-huh. Basically the same t-shirts. I wear t-shirts most days, right? Uh-huh. Wear the same t-shirts.
1: Uh-huh.
0: The same shorts. Uh-huh. The same everything that I had. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm I'm like, there's nothing wrong with them. So that's why I'm just, I'm just, I can't understand like what everybody's so fearful of. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think that I've even, ever even washed something. You know, people have those horror stories of like, I think like the first wash, I'm really careful with like how they need to be washed, you uh-huh. know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But after that, I don't think I, – I really am – I'm under the impression it really doesn't matter after the first wash. Yeah. Because nothing on I me mean, has ever shrunk before. If my clothes get tighter, it's usually because I'm getting bigger. But I like to blame it on the washing machine at that point. And you but, don't
1: wash them like on delicate or no. – you just You just wash everything on cotton? Yes.
0: There's <laughs> one setting. My, my washer doesn't change setting. It's on cotton. <laughs> and that's it.
1: Cotton and warm water.
0: Co- just cotton. I don't even know what it is. It just this cotton. Oh. I throw it in there. So this cotton. Oh yeah.
1: Because you've got a newer thing than I do. It, it cotton. may have something to do with the new washers and dryers
0: too. Maybe. I don't know. Do you, are you, do you separate do y'all do that or no? Like, do you, do you actually like separate your, your clothes, your laundry or, and, and I'm curious how, if you don't mind, well, you don't have to say how old you are, but are you under 40 or over 40? And like, has anything ever happened to your clothes Ever. <laughs> ever. The only time I've ever messed up clothes, and I still remember this horror story, is when I left a pin in my pocket. And I mean, I do it a lot. I do do it a lot, but like, I remember one time doing it, like when I when my dad still did my laundry, you know, or like you guys do my laundry, like on his clothes. I know. Remember that? That
1: was not fun.
0: Well, that's so funny because back then I didn't get it. I was like, "Well, who cares? Just go buy some new clothes." But now (laughs) I understand that things cost money, and that's (laughs) not as easy as as it might seem it's not as fun That's not as fun when it's your money right? but anyway I, I'm, genu- I'm genuinely curious about that like do you do you separate your clothes are you under 40 over 40 and do you separate your clothes because I just don't know if and then what's your horror story i got a horror story about not doing because I don't I don't know anybody with the exception that one time that I you know maybe everybody has one but like is, is it really worth it for one time you know yeah. like come on that's crazy All right. Maryland Monday. By the way, uh, this weekend was my one year Maryland anniversary.
1: Yeah. Been here for
0: one year now. I think Saturday, Friday or Saturday was my my one year anniversary. Uh Uh-huh. Which is crazy. It's crazy. Um, And... uh, Does it seem like
1: you've been there longer?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. The winter was long. The winter Uh was very long. Yeah um yeah it doesn't seem like a year like for, for for good and bad like it's kind of flown by you know like yeah. work-wise it's kind of flown by i can't believe we're getting like in two weeks it'll be the one year anniversary of the kramer and jess show but uh um, right. time like personal time wise no i feel like i've just been sitting up in this little nest for quite some time <laughs> now you know
1: <laughs> for so years
0: I, I call it a nest because i when i do the <laughs> podcast it's like i have this big window in front of me that kind of looks down under this um little like walking trail if you will Walking path, and it just seems like I'm I'm like in a nest. I'm like in a nest up here. So I'm like in my nest looking down on the people. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, we do Maryland Monday because I say if you're not from Maryland, you probably don't know much about it. And uh, it's good for me to learn, but it's also like, why not? Let's put Maryland on the map so you'll have a fun fact. Irene learned about Chevy Chase, Maryland, and then it (laughs) came up later in trivia. So you never know when this might pay off in another lifetime. Oh, uh, the Susquehanna River in Maryland is about 440 miles long, and is the largest non navigatable river in the United—I mean, sorry—in uh, North America. How about that? Wow. Longest. I don't know what non navigatable does that. You know what that means? Does that mean like you just can't yeah. like
1: you can't put a boat you on can't it, go down it? Yeah.
0: Okay. The lar- largest non navigatable river is a Susquehanna, and it is located in Maryland. 440 miles long today consider yourself a more knowledgeable person because of a maryland monday so
1: now it'd be interesting to know why that is
0: uh why what it's the why longest is river it
1: non-navigatable
0: i i don't know mother i don't really do that much research <laughs> into this i just look up fun facts but um <laughs> <Got it>. hmm. <laughs>
1: there well, you that's go that's a
0: long that's a long river it is yeah. hmm. um okay. well let's put that in comparison to all of our georgia people how long is the chattahoochee river I thought that was was kind of, I'm I'm going to, I'm going to Google it for you.
1: That's the good thing
0: is we Google things. So you don't have to Chattahoochee Mm -hmm. river. How long is the Chattahoochee, which is a funny word really. When you think about Chattahoochee, Mm -hmm. Uh, Chattahoochee river is 430 miles long. Uh
1: huh. And of
0: course the, uh, Susquehanna is four hundred and forty miles long. Yeah, so this is about us, the same size, got us similar. I never totally heard of it to be honest with you, uh, but now I've learned. So yeah, there you go. All right, time for the quote of the day with my okay. mom. Okay, okay, it's
1: again from Amy in the Bad Moms movie.
0: <laughs> well, you she you can't.
1: Said, you can't. I know. I know. I'm not getting stuck if, on it.
0: If you've never what? seen it,
1: I can quote it.
0: I feel like you don't know anything about it, though. My mom's been quoting it the last couple of times. and uh...
1: <laughs> Okay, I'll watch it, but I'm probably not going to quote it anymore. Okay. But this is a serious one. This one's not funny. She said, we're killing ourselves trying to be perfect, and it's making us insane.
0: That well, is so true.
1: true. Especially as parents. Oh, my goodness. I mean, yeah. I know that. I mean, I tried to be perfect. Ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you can see I did a great job.
0: <laughs> you um, did pretty good. You did pretty good. Yeah,
1: I'm proud of my kids. Their end result was good. Yeah, Um,
0: pretty proud of you.
1: Yeah. But, we, you know, we need to lighten up. We just need to lighten up and do what we do really well. And the things that we can't do, try to get help with. Or, you know, whatever. But let's not beat ourselves up. We're all doing the best we can, especially now with the craziness of schools and all that. Oh, my God. Right. I'm so glad I don't have kids right now. Oh, my goodness. I can't even imagine right. the craziness of all that. Um, How tough it is. Yeah. Right. So just cut yourself some slack if you're a parent, whether you're a mom or a well, dad. It was
0: just parents. I think it's just anything. I mean, especially in this... Post COVID, not even post, I mean, I do COVID's yeah. over by any means. Mm, this COVID mm-hmm. day and age, like, mm-hmm. there's only so much you can really control.
1: That's right. You
0: know, there's so many things you cannot control in this situation. Yes. Um, and we we kind of beat ourselves up and take it kind of personally. Yeah. Um, Because, and I don't know, I don't know why. I, I think that's just human nature, you know, to take things mm-hmm. personally. We mm-hmm. just think everything's kind of about us, uh, even though. Usually, we find out that's not necessarily the case, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, because I we're think, trying to be perfect. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. to kind of think about that and like digest that for a second, of like, hey, like we we so much want everything to always go the right way, but mm-hmm. I don't think that we ever go back and analyze. The things rarely go a hundred percent perfect mm-hmm. with things that we that we do. Does that make sense? Yes. Am I, am I making sense here? You are to me. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, like, like it's funny how we expect it. Like, Oh, why didn't my, well, let's just take something big. Why didn't my, uh, my marriage go right. Mm-hmm. But like, okay, well, uh, this uh you know uh, picking out uh the right coffee uh went wrong today because they put the wrong kind of creamer in there that that <laughs> also that also didn't go right um you know um my mom can tell you this weekend that her her weekend didn't go right over the weekend why not mom
1: Mm-mm, my car died
0: yep Mm-mm. yep
1: it's got so limp along like, syndrome or something
0: yeah like <laughs> that didn't go right. So like, how can we expect things to always go right? How can we always expect why are better at? Why would we expect everything to go right? Mm -hmm. When even the littlest things don't go right. The simplest things. Mom, Mm -hmm. where were you going?
1: Where was I going when my car started limping along? Yeah. I was coming home from the car
0: wash. I mean, if we can't even get going to the car wash, right? (laughs) Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how in the world can we get, can we get that right then? You know, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. We just have to go with it. You just, we just can't expect it to always be perfect. You almost have mm-hmm. to expect things. I mean, I guarantee you, I wish, I'm sure my sister could wish that she could think, I mean, she's planned two weddings now. Right. And like, things aren't going right. Well, of course they're not. We can't expect, why would things
1: mm-hmm.
0: go right? Mm-hmm. Why is our expectation that things are always going to go Right.
1: I know because, they're, because they're not, you know what I mean? So we've got to have our mindset in such a way that we can adapt. Yeah. We just have to adapt. Well, it's, fact,
0: just, it's just, I think it's, I, and, and I, and I honestly, I will do that. And I recommend, I highly recommend you using that phrase. Cause I'll, I'll, I'll do it sometimes. And I forget where I learned this, if it was some kind of Buddhism thing or if it was in therapy or whatever. Um, but like, I'll ask myself, why, why, why did I expect it to go that way? Like, like, mm-hmm. why should it? Yeah. You know, like, uh like, let's take something annoying. Um, um oh, what's, I'm just trying to think something like this is kind why of annoying. Why should my
1: car always run perfectly every time I crank it?
0: Right. Why should, why? You, no, but seriously, that's, the exact, that's exactly it. Yeah. Why should I expect that to happen? Yeah. Cars don't, Cars are made of moving parts that's that break right. down all the time. Why should I expect every time I crank it that it's going to work right? Right. You know? Yeah. Why should I expect my boss not to get, be a pain in the ass today? Been a pain in the <laughs> ass a lot of times, you know? Like, I don't know. It's just that mindset to me really helps when I'm getting frustrated why things are happening. Mm-hmm. Why, but why shouldn't it? Why should it not? Then all of a sudden you're like, damn, you're right. I mean, that's just what cars do. They break down.
1: <laughs> right you
0: know like cars, that's right. cars exactly
1: they don't everyone's car is
0: going to break down at some point like it's going to yes. i don't care i don't care who you are <laughs> like your car's gonna break mm-hmm. down it new will. car old car it's all gonna mm-hmm. break down that's just what yeah. cars do they break down so yeah i don't know that's some good wisdom going into our week there right
1: absolutely
0: all right so take a quick break All right, so we're gonna get to mental health Monday in just a couple seconds uh, with Leah. She'll be on with us, and uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for being here. Uh, Leah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna break down uh, actually one of your voicemails about um, um uh, what have, what happens if you have toxic traits and you recognize that then what? Mm. Because we had a great voicemail a couple of weeks ago, and I'll play it for you in a couple seconds about like oh my god because of my mom's uh, mom tent. She realized that, oh, my God, I have some of these toxic work traits that my mom was bringing up. And she. I think you were talking about, Mom, like the 10 most toxic work traits or something. I forget what it was Mm -hmm. in your mom's head.
1: Yeah. How do you know if you're you're in a relationship with a toxic person?
0: Yeah, something like that, right? And then
1: she realized that she was indeed the toxic
0: one. But then what do you do? So what do you do in, in any kind of situation? So it's a really great episode here in just a couple seconds with Leah that we're going to get into. First certified fans, hello. How are you? Thank you so much. How are, how are you doing? Um, we, um, we'd we love for you to support our podcast. And it's um, you, you support by listening, by the way. Like if, if no one listens, then we have no podcast. So that's like level one, right? Because mm-hmm. if you don't, if, honestly, if you want to really break this down, like, the more people listen to the podcast, the more advertising we can sell, the more advertising we can sell, the more we can make money off the podcast, right? So I, I ground floor just by you being here. Thank you very much. Now, on top of that, though, um, what we say by by keeping the lights on is for those that can support us financially um, with a, uh, a monthly donation of $5, we really appreciate it. It's, we, I don't want to put too much financial strain on you. And luckily, we've got a lot of... um uh, a lot of supporters behind this podcast getting mm-hmm. close to 400 people now that have become certified yeah. fans and we're super appreciative of that. We are. Uh, so if we have a lot of people that are donating, you know, a, a small, hopefully a small amount of money, Um, it can, you know, really, really keep this podcast on. So if you want to become a certified fan, get a bunch of perks by doing it. Text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. I, I was able to renew all the gift cards this weekend. So That's the good news. Everything's ready to go for your five dollar gift card when you join. Um, Let's go. We uh, we do have a new certified fan today because we got two last week for for Thursday show. We had two. Remember, we had two new certified fans. Yeah. And uh, today, when you join, by the way, when you join, we give you a um, a whoop whoop and a welcome on our podcast. And basically, this episode is dedicated to you. So that's kind of cool to have a whole episode podcast episode dedicated to you right
1: and you can and you get a welcome on our fan page as well oh yeah so that you can meet and greet others and they can do likewise
0: totally our our newest certified fan is leslie w leslie w is our newest certified fan she is from san diego california and uh, we are so thankful to have you here welcome and like thank you thank you thank you so much for yes. being a, a certified fan, so uh, for you, here is your welcome whoop whoop, and not to yes. mention, this is um uh, going to be a um uh, well, uh, uh wait, what am I saying? A welcome to your podcast. Yeah, whatever. It's it's Sunday night. What do you want? My <laughs> brain's been on. My brain's been on (laughs) shutdown for for 48 hours. Really, this this episode's always the hardest. Monday's episode's always the hardest for me. like when I'm in the flow of the week, my brain just never turns off. Right. Like on the weekend, it finally does. So like cranking it back up sometimes, I'm like, You got to rev it up. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Leslie W, thank you so much. This episode is dedicated to you. And uh, here is your whoop whoop.
1: Yes. To Leslie W, whoop, whoop. We're so glad you're here. So thankful. Join our fan page. It's a lot of fun and a great community.
0: There you go. If you want to become a, you know what? Here's the thing. We need 10 people until we hit 400 certified fans. That doesn't mean they're all active certified. That'll be our 400th certified fan. So by the end of, by the end of August, our goal wow. is going to be to hit 400 c- certified fans. So we just need 10 people over the next four weeks.
1: Wait a minute. <sighs> Wait a minute. The end of August is in two days. I'm sorry.
0: The end of September. Sorry. What month are we in? <laughs> okay. The end of September.
1: <laughs> yeah. There okay.
0: we go. Uh-huh. So if you even think about it, my goal is, I'm going to manifest it right now. We're going to get 10 people in the month of September and round out 400 people that have become certified fans. Perfect. So if you, uh, if you can, we'd love for you to join. Now'd be a great time to hit our goal. Okay. That'd be a huge help yeah. for the podcast too. So it just text the word fans F a N S to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. Uh, or you can go in the show notes, of this podcast and do it that way. You can go to certifiedmamasboy.com and do it that way. Uh, there's a bunch of ways that you can support our podcast or, or become a certified fan by some, by, um, supporting our podcast. So, Fan, I always think texting is the easiest. Tell me if I'm wrong, but like text the word fans, F A N S to 888 Kramer 8. Also, two more housekeeping things. Uh, we will not have a show on Friday of this week. Um, I am going to take the day off on Friday. I'm going to go to the Poconos Mountains with my oh, buddy Dan. Oh, so yeah. fun. So, really excited, really excited about that. Um, yeah. And so, um. Yeah, so no no show Friday for the long for the long week. I might I might throw something together. We'll see, um, <laughs> I but just
1: can't stay away.
0: Can't do it. Um, also, don't forget since we're gonna have kind of a shorter week, um, I'm gonna ask you to vote for Podcast Magazine. Now uh, we are up for the top fifty podcasts in the country in Podcast Magazine. We were able to score second place last time, and so here about the last it was technically the first couple of days of the month. Um, also, I should also say we're not going to have an episode on Monday either. So oh. no episode Friday, no episode Monday of next okay. week. Um, for the the long Labor Day weekend, unless I, you know, yeah. you know how I am. Well, sometimes yeah, I sometimes it, it bees like that. You know what I mean?
1: But I hope everybody's out having a good time doing something. Well, different.
0: honestly, too, like the, the podcast listenership drops on those two days, those last two days anyway. So yeah. I'm always like, yeah, if I'm going to take a break now, it's going to be the time. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, FYI. I don't know. If there's a, mis- a missing episode Friday and Monday, don't be shocked. Just know that I'm I'm on a nice little getaway with a friend. Um, with that said, also, uh, vote for Podcast Magazine. Really appreciate you. Text the word VOTE, V-O-T-E, to 888-Kramer8, and do it that way. And uh, that's it. Thank you so much that's for doing it. it every day. You can vote every day. And that's what we're going to need to like keep that number up. is podcasts are after us. So vote for that. Uh, vote for certified mama's boy vote for kramer and jess uncensored and then maybe one of your other favorite podcasts upside or uh, mr Michaela, or holly and miguel or um you know whoever so all right mom yeah i think that's gonna be it for you today
1: okay very good i look forward to leah Love Love you you forever.
0: All right. Time for our mental health Monday. Um, This is we just take Monday to kind of break down something that we would you would possibly handle in like a therapy session. And thanks to uh, Leah for doing this. So what happens if you realize you've got toxic qualities? I mean, that's kind of a not the easiest realization to come to. And that's uh, first off, we should say hello to our lovely therapist friend.
2: Oh, uh, (laughs) we should say hello.
0: We, says, we say hello to our lovely therapist friend, you Leah right Agiri. Everybody.
2: He doesn't mean it right now, though. You don't mean it because you're mad at me, like uh, 80% Leah, of the time.
0: Leah has toxic um, communication yeah. skills.
2: <laughs> we can talk about my introvert. Introvert.
0: I don't it. think it's introvert. I'm taking it all personally because that's how you. That's how you have. That's how you deal with life. Very. Um,
2: In a healthy and productive in a healthy
0: manner. You just you think everything's because of you, so I'm just assuming it's me.
1: No,
0: Um, no. Leah, Leah and I are very different with communication, Mm -hmm. and um, Leah likes to take her time on responding to text messages, whereas Mm -hmm. I don't, and um, it's it's creating a a friendly conflict between the two of us. Rift, yeah. But we're uh, we're working on it, and um, you know we'll get through it. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. she's not on future episodes, you'll just know. It really was the (laughs) lack of communication. All right, let's get serious. I'm going to play a voicemail, and this this voicemail is from a lovely listener that has a question or more of a statement, and we're going to kind of figure out what to do with it. Listen.
3: Hi, Kramer. This is Lisa from Goodyear, Arizona. What struck me today was mom's um, content, the mom tent. I kind of think after hearing everything mom and Nancy had to say that I might be the toxic one. I might have some of those passive aggressive traits that she was talking about. And I just got to say thank you, Mom and Nancy, for that because it kind of made me do some self realization and that maybe during this August audit, I need to look at more of myself and things about me that maybe are negative or toxic or maybe not quite so toxic traits because I think I'm a good person, but maybe we need to look at ourselves as well.
0: So what do you do? Like what, uh, thank you by the way, for that vulnerability, because I think it's uh, it's, that was a big realization. And there may be other people that were having the same feeling during that segment of like, Oh my gosh, like I am that toxic coworker. Or I have these toxic traits. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you realize even in a relationship that you're doing things that aren't the healthiest for it. But then the question is, well, now what? Like, I think realization is half the battle, but then, like, what do you do? So I
2: would actually say it's more than half the battle that, like, having the insight about certain behaviors or patterns that aren't serving you or are causing problems in relationships. Cause I think the insight or lack thereof is that gets in the way most of the time.
0: You mean just having the the, the pride, the maybe not pride, but like the ability to say, Oh my gosh, the here the, I may be contributing to the issue.
2: Yeah, or maybe like yeah. the awareness, right? Yeah. Like say you're in con- in constant conflict with other people and it's it's usually when you're in that state of I don't know, like aggression or um, maybe not aggression, defensiveness, right? It's right. usually because of your own insecurities and um your own stuff and, but, but we don't off, but because of that that lens then, right. If you're always insecure and struggling with your own value or sense of self-worth, then you're assuming the worst in other people. Like when you assume that, you know, it's you when I don't answer my phone. And
0: no, I still do, but I think you're (laughs) the toxic one in this situation.
2: (laughs) But no, no, this thing I think too, like it clouds, (laughs) right. when we like our, our view of ourselves and our own stuff, can cloud our, our judgment sometimes or sure. how we, how we respond. So to you're that.
0: saying by, by even recognizing that you're able to like see the situation a little bit more clearly.
2: Yeah. I think that's okay. huge. Cause I yeah. think that, that really makes the biggest difference to even like I, I tell clients, if we can look at their like beliefs, like these negative core beliefs that are interfering with day to day stuff, it could be interactions. It could be them acting in a way that's passive aggressive or, mm. um, maybe a little bit more, like less patience with people, then, then when you have that awareness, you're actually able to sp- kind of pause, I guess, and and ask yourself, am I being a little overreactive right now or what do I need right now or what thoughts are coming up that mm. I need to kind of, that I need to address in order to have a more productive or effective conversation or, or interaction. So I think that is actually, it's, you're right. It's like, what do we do with it? But I just think that awareness can be the first step and then asking your questions where those feelings are coming from. So like, for example, um, let's say, uh, yeah,
0: let's give me a, give me a toxic scenario and we'll break it right. down here.
2: Well, I actually, you know, we actually can use my texting example and not just cause I've, I've had other friends. Um One of my friends who lives in a different city. I, I know during the pandemic, I kind of, I would say shut down Um and was, I think just the work that I was doing was really heavy. And I feel like I had like zero span for social interactions. Yes. And, but she wanted more social interactions. Like she was craving more. I guess. Oh,
0: she. It's almost like she needed more from you when you yeah. wanted less yeah. social Like yes. we, we, I think we all handle the pandemic differently, right? Always. And so some but people, yeah, I,
2: I went within and like inward and like was you know probably depressed and um, avoidant, and then but some people were like were clinging to interaction, like wanting to. You know, they needed involved.
0: more. They were scared. They wanted. Yeah, they like needed the reassurance. Yeah yeah, 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 things yeah, more. yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Fair.
2: And so um, I was like, it, I was, it was a problem. My like lack of communication, or reaching out, or even um, responding as promptly. She didn't, and it's funny because she said it in a way that wasn't like directed at me, but you could tell because it's across. I think in general, it's across her relationships and feeling like she needs to foster more because she's an um, – She's in a serious relationship. And so I think too, it's like learning during this process that she needs to reach out to more people, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like
0: Mm -hmm. outside of the
2: relationship, like having, you know, realized that
0: during the maybe through the process of the pandemic more. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I think it was for sure, I, I, my actions or behaviors or I guess lack of responsiveness wasn't. Great, And I did realize that and I took accountability. And I think for me, it was like, well, I'm, you know, I'm not in a great space to like space to talk to someone or be like, like, you know, social. Like I really wasn't. I canceled on friends like quite a few times during like, not like we had plans like meet outside or do something. And there were times where I was like, I'm like wiped and I don't have it in me. Um, Right. But it doesn't, it's not cool to flake, right? So that could be considered, I don't know if it's a toxic, but it's not great. You're right. Like it's not great communication. It's not fair. And at least to be a little bit more transparent, from the beginning could be helpful instead of just flaking on people right like to be so that's something that i realized is when she was talking about just re, not having as many social interactions and connections during the pandemic and realizing sure. something she well wants kind of more.
0: realizing where you're coming from right taking the personal responsibility of like what's actually happening in the situation yeah, versus yeah. putting it on somebody else well okay well let's just take let's take passive aggressiveness for an, another example here because i think that can be used almost in any kind of relationship right okay uh if it's if it's a work relationship it's a friendship mm-hmm. if it's It's uh, it's, it's not necessarily defined by one type of relationship. We can all be passive aggressive in a sense in any kind of relationship. Um, So let's just say that that I recognize that I'm being passive aggressive. Like now what? And now, now, like, what do I do with that? If I really, if I realize that toxic trait that are, you know, it's, it's contributing to issues, which again, more than half the battle, but then what do I do about it?
2: So usually it's never about the issue at hand, right? That you're being passive aggressive about. It's usually about some underlying feelings or thoughts either related to that person or the environment or just even things that maybe have nothing to do with the person you're being passive aggressive with, but it's your own. Again, you're having a bad day or maybe you're going through a breakup or maybe you were written up at work, right? So like you're already in this space of like Mm. defensiveness, anger, maybe shame, whatever. And then- in turn, when someone says something that maybe doesn't sit well or that is, ch- I guess, challenging to hear. So whatever it is, like, kind of triggers you, if right. you will, right? You're going to react. The trigger maybe be, right. So I think the first step is to ask yourself, how am I feeling? Like, if am I really upset about this individual person or mm-hmm. this interaction that just happened or is there right. other stuff going on? So I think that's the first question and it could be either. So let's say that it is um, maybe related to if it's a work conflict, we'll say, right. And maybe someone, um, doesn't ask to help when you need something and so you are passive aggressive. So then you could ask yourself, am I really mad at this person? Or is it the, is it the fact that like, I'm not getting a lot of help and I'm drowning in work. And when you can notice that, then you'll, then you'll realize, okay, is my reaction like maybe being short with someone or, um mm. putting my work onto them mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. just flat out ignoring them is that related to this person or me struggling in this work environment
0: with like? something else right right and right whatever that thing may be
2: that, the best thing to do is practice self compassion like i know that it, and it sounds like that's very abstract but self compassion is a practice so it's idea of first acknowledging your feelings like if you're struggling at work and you're feeling overwhelmed and overloaded, it's, it's, you need to ha- hold space for yourself. So just really acknowledging. So really telling yourself, okay, I'm noticing I'm feeling overwhelmed and un- underappreciated, or I am taking on too much work than I can handle, or this is too much on top of everything else. When you can do that and then validate how you're feeling and again, not have guilt for the way you're feeling, but tell yourself, okay, this is, you know, this is an outcome of all these things going on in my life. You're, you're, you're that the feeling passes a little bit quicker like you'll mm-hmm, notice that sure. it's not as like i guess what's the word i'm looking for here uh like palpable i guess right because if you can sure. acknowledge it it's not going to be as visceral if you're going to give yourself time to validate to nurture yourself and even maybe provide like kind words to yourself like it's okay you're feeling overwhelmed it makes sense but you give yourself
0: some room to kind of
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You give yourself some love for lack of better. Yeah, exactly. That's just a
2: non-judgment. And then also not having, again, so I think it's just non-judgment. Yeah. And in words of encouragement, like how would you talk to a friend who's feeling overwhelmed? You wouldn't be like, suck it up. You'd say, that sounds terrible. It sounds super overwhelming. And you'd be kind, right? And so I think it's having that same compassion for yourself. For yourself as well. I think that can go. So once once you kind of do that breakdown of how you're feeling, like, why are you feeling this way? What are the circumstances around this feeling? And what words of encouragement or support or love you can give yourself? I think that's going to reduce the passive behavior because you're addressing the root of the issue. Right. And I also think too, it's great to take accountability and like talk to coworkers. I do that at work too. At the clinic is I have, I work with two friends. We've been friends for a while, but like, I think we can all tell when we are all like stressed or struggling sure. and sure. we all handle it in different ways and are usually like not rude but less friendly so it's kind of like hey you know it's like hey all like i'm just going through it right now so if i close my door if i seem shorter it's not you and God, I, apologize.
0: I can't imagine working with a bunch of therapists is it the most like healthy working situation in the history of time
2: well, we're all burned out a lot. But, <laughs>
0: You're like, no, it's terrible.
2: But, but we're really validating. <laughs> no, it's super great because then you could tell it's like, we're all, <laughs> I've like told that, I've told that.
0: You like break well. it down for each other. You're like, let's let's sit down and talk about your feelings I with the situation. I mean, we're,
2: just, we're just very kind with each other and patient with each other. And I think, especially like if someone's short, we're able to be like, okay, like we're all doing similar work. We have different cases and our stress, is, stress levels vary. But I think it's like kind of this awareness of, yeah. You know, everyone's going through it. It's not personal. And I want to take lots of things personally. And I think definitely working with my friends has been helpful because they're both therapists. And yeah. also like, just it's, you, you know more about their circumstances, what's going on. So you can be like, okay, it's not A little me. different. Yeah.
0: Well, she did it again, everybody. She did it again. Don't text her for advice, but you can always listen to the podcast every oh my Monday.
2: Gosh. <laughs>
0: Is it that passive aggressive?
2: <laughs> can you say Leah? I need some time to talk. I will say yes, no, yes, it's fine. Friend.
0: it's fine. No, I just I, I told Leah I just have to lower my expectation of her communication process.
2: He said from an eight to a three
0: from an eight to That's a three. Really sad. most most friends show up at an eight for me, but I'm just going to expect her to show up my at gosh. a three, which means thirty percent of the time I might get a response. <laughs> <laughs> is this so passive weird. aggressive is a couple weeks? Is this toxic?
2: I don't think so. I think okay. we joke around, but then sometimes I'm like, are we joking? <laughs>
0: then you're not sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're, we're fine. Honestly, we're fine. <laughs> our <laughs> friendship's like doing it. really good right now. We're like a really strong point in our friendship. Yeah. Um, okay. So Leah is... Very nice to come on and do this with us every Monday. You need to go follow her on social media and whatever else she wants to plug here at the end of this podcast episode. You can
2: follow me on Instagram at Your Modern Therapist, and there I have the links to my website, my blog on Psychology Today, and um, a lot of posts that touch on these things that we talk about every Monday.
0: That's it, one down. Hopefully, maybe it's a long weekend for you too. Are you getting time off for the uh, the holiday? I'm taking an extra day just because I feel like I could use it and why not, you know? Uh, So I don't know what your plans are, but are you taking an extra day off for Labor Day? Uh, Let me know. Kind of keep me posted on what best plans are. Uh, We end every show with your voicemail. So thank you for your calls. Please keep them coming. 888-Kramer8. I'd love to know how your laundry habits are and how many of you under 40 don't and how many of you over 40 do. And is that right? 888-Kramer8. Love you so much. See you back here tomorrow. Goodbye
3: hey kramer it's rebecca from chester south carolina i keep meaning to call and tell you um, about the sugar um that you're going to try to cleanse out so my i have a huge sweet tooth and i love chalk zero has no sugar in their chocolate and they also have this amazing hazelnut spread bad news it's very addicting because you'll just eat the whole hazelnut spread but Awesome dark chocolate and awesome hazelnut bread will cure that sweet tooth for you, especially when you're trying to wean out space. Have a great day. Hey, Kramer. Just wanted to weigh in on a few things um, about the bad mom uh, TikTok that you played. Just in regards to the cussing, my son-in-law cusses so bad around my grandsons, and I just cringe every time he says it. I don't mind if you slip every now and then. I do. I try not to in front of them, but I'm sure I have. But it is F this and F that and it's just normal conversation. He's not mad. He just talks like that and oh gosh. I do not like to overstep as a mom or a grandmother, so I don't say anything, but I just cringe every time he says it. And. I don't want the boys to grow up thinking that's okay, but anyway, Um, and also about hot dogs. Yes, I eat them. I'm a grandmother. I don't even have any kids at home, and we buy them. Well we always have them in case the kids do come over, but my grandkids eat them. They love them. What kid doesn't like hot dogs? Um, We go to a lot of baseball games, Braves games, and uh, I eat one almost every time I go. There's nothing like having a hot dog at a baseball game. So. Um, Also, the last thing uh, Mama Nancy mentioned about her going down a whole size, which I think is incredible because I could lose weight but never go down a pant size. But I want to know her secret. I'd love her to share that.
1: Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.